listening to these things and was going to for a long time, um, especially the way it played out and the chances that we had and the opportunities to seize that game at various points. This, yeah, definitely hurts. But It definitely hurts. We're not a sports talk show. And I didn't watch any of the games, but it is the number one TV show in America. And that's Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, trying not to say my coach screwed up by not going forward on fourth down. I want to hear from a Packer fan. (laughs) Well, and why was he telling us that from inside the actual toilet bowl? Not just in a bathroom. It sounded like his head was was throwing up. He was considering drowning himself in the toilet Ah, as they asked him the question. Well, yeah, they they went for a field goal down eight with two minutes to play with That's the insane. league likely league MVP as your quarterback with a th- first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just you, know. you do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. But you got to, you got a great matchup for your Super Bowl. Come on now, Tom the Brady resurgent. versus the Chiefs. The resurgent Buccaneers under the leadership of Tom Brady versus young Pat Mahomes and the brutal Chiefs. Probably a racist nickname, Jack. Let's take your call. <laughs> of course, the Buccaneers. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's uh, making a cliche of uh, lawless men of the sea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, speaking of lawlessness, I almost hate There's to get into There's nothing charming this. about piracy. <laughs> there really isn't. They were no. savages. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Lawless savages that. Torturers, rapists, murderers. Should be wiped off the planet anytime they raise their heads. But uh, we have plenty of sports teams and costumes and everything that kind of make them move, move, movies. <laughs> we have a day where we all talk like a pirate. <laughs> Let's talk like a murderist rapist. Hey, that sounds like a fun day. What the Positive. hell? Positive, Sean, a uh, good friend of mine who may or may not be associated with Major League Baseball uh, loves this one. And he's better than this. But you know why the Pirates are going to be so good this season? Why is that? They just are. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know it. That's he's a grown man. That hurt. Grown An adult, man. is he? Yeah. Is he a child? Yeah, I know it. So uh, this is really interesting and totally under the radar. Many of the quibbles and squabbles of today will be long forgotten because of this. And I want to uh, tip a cap, uh, my cap, the cap, to uh, to Justin, who put together a bunch of links and, uh, and news stories that nobody's talking about. Uh, China has clearly stepped up their aggression toward Taiwan. Oh, boy. They often run a flight uh, of a jet or two near Taiwan, near their airspace. But on uh, last Saturday, they sent eight nuclear-capable bombers escorted by four fighters into Taiwanese airspace between mainland Taiwan and some islands in the South China Sea. It could be said that Obama basically gave China the South China Sea by not disputing the man-made islands he's talking about, that uh, China said, look, the one thing we will not do is militarize these little islands. We just need them for vacations and fishing and whatnot. And then uh, Obama said, yeah, all right. And six months later, you've got a full military base on these little islands. Uh, Anyway, uh, the Saturday flights were followed on Sunday by more jets from China, a total of 12 fighters, two anti-submarine aircraft and a reconnaissance aircraft. China also recently passed a law allowing their Coast Guard to fire upon foreign ships, quote, in China's waters. Mm. Reminding you that the whole purpose of building those little islands that turned out not to be honeymoon getaways was to declare their Chinese territory. So in 12 miles in every direction around these little islands, that's Chinese waters. So they're trying to just build a little, you know, uh, what would you call it? A little uh, paper clip chain of islands across, you know, most of the South China Sea. Um 
and declare it their waters, and now they've declared themselves uh, within the rights to sink anybody they want. You may recall them sinking a couple of uh, Vietnamese uh, fishing boats. At one of them, they rammed, sent it to the bottom, killed a bunch of people. Uh, let's see, getting back to Justin's note, uh, Biden's staff basically squeaked out a meek, we urge diplomacy. But these aggressive actions are becoming increasingly bold and daily as China gets uh, puffier about puffing out their chest. I like that. Uh, Taiwan can only do so much to defend themselves. Uh, Japan can match China's navies in some way, navy in some way, but Japan's treaty with us limits their military use to defense, although that is evolving, honestly. Um, yeah, well, Justin, we appreciate you compiling these stories and links, getting zero attention. You've got to be a, a foreign policy wonk to have even heard this stuff. And it, in terms of impact, is probably more important than virtually everything we're talking about, although not the COVID stuff. I, ex- I exclude the COVID from that analysis. Although we certainly could talk about how Joe Biden's executive action on equity has made has cleared the way for boys to compete in girls' sports. And, you know, I had my problems with Trump, but a lot of that sort of thing just went away when Trump became president. I mean, that sort of insanity, that clear insanity. I gotta find that analysis around here. I got it somewhere, but it's, we'll talk about that in a little bit. It's back and very popular. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's aggressively offending it, and it's just crazy. And and it's not just you know crazy right wingy talk show hosts that are talking about this. There are a lot of world class female athletes who are yelling as loud as they can to get America's attention. Point out how crazy this is. So could be the biggest headline of the day. Moderna announced that their vaccine they believe will work against the new coronavirus strains, works fine against the British version, works pretty good against the South African version. That would be huge if that's the case. I hope uh, they get uh, some peer-reviewed studies that show that to be true. On the other hand, Merck, which was working on a couple of COVID vaccines, they gave up. They generated comparatively weak immune responses in early-stage studies, and so they're out. So we're not going to get a couple more options out there and a new model out from who's it out from who put it out i don't know the government put it out a new model suggests mask wearing and social distancing has to continue into at least summer even if we do get the vaccine out uh to keep the cases low so don't think you're not going to be wearing a mask anytime soon i didn't did anybody think they were not going to be wearing a mask anytime no, soon? no i had i had assumed all of this yeah i feel like i'll be wearing a mask for a very long time but um, we all wear masks, Jack, as we go through life. Wow. Oh, man, that's deep. That is. Don't we all? Do I do that? <laughs> yes, you do. You do. Um, except, but here's here's more good news, if you want good news on the COVID. Except, yes, yes, I want it desperately. I want it as much as the vaccine. Except for Christmas Day, today's case number is the lowest since December 1st. Cases are now declining across all regions of the country. Okay. And, and, you know, every region has handled it differently in terms of how much masking, how many businesses are closed down. But they're going down all across all regions of the country right now. So that is well, fantastic news. Yeah, I mean, that's incredibly good news considering that the, the, the first wave, then the second wave happened at very different times in different places. And if Florida was on the way down, South Dakota was on the way up and the rest of it. If it's that consistent, yeah, that that's really good news. Miley's. I almost hate to generate hope within myself because if I can stay in that that state of grim determination and just grinding on, I can get through this. 
Uh, I saw this tweeted about some uh, an area in Virginia where teachers got vaccinated. Somebody tweeted out, if you're a Fairfax County teacher who got vaccinated and you are hiding behind your union, shame on you. You got vaccine priority over my octogenarian mother and my father for what? Think about that. So the teachers were in the group that got to get vaccinated first, but are still not uh, going to go into the classroom. Unbelievable. Yes. Fairfax County, I happen to know a fair amount about it, is uh, is quite liberal, union-friendly, a lot of uh, federal employees, public union-oriented. That's so freaking weak. Did you see what Navalny put out yesterday? He's the guy who's trying to uh, get everybody's attention in Russia about what an evil person Putin is. He's currently in prison. He's been poisoned a couple of times. Um, rallies all across Russia yesterday with thousands of people being arrested for actually peacefully protesting. But they were arrested in Russia. But he put out a statement that is uh, is wor- worth n- noting. We can get that when we come back. Also, Miley Cyrus is in trouble with the trans community for something she said about her preference for T's over B's in terms of... In terms of uh, why she prefers uh, women to men right now, oh, T's are more attractive than B's, said Miley Cyrus, and that has That's a fact. <laughs> and that has her in trouble. Sean's new catchphrase, and that has her in trouble with the trans community. And maybe that would be an excellent opportunity to leap off into the outrageous uh, Biden executive order. Fantastic! Tell you what, your boy's not so good at uh, boys' sports. Have him play girls' sports. There you go, and whoop a little arse. Um, all that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A trailer came out over the weekend for the new movie King Kong vs. Godzilla. We'll have to play that at some point. I didn't know that was a thing. My kids will be thrilled. At that, the Muppets might make a version of the Great Gatsby, which would be fantastic. King cool. Kong versus Gorilla, huh? Godzilla. Godzilla, right. King, Sorry, Kong, King Kong is a gorilla. Is a, right, exactly. You're casual. <laughs> is that um, an insult? Do you, want, do you want a real conversation or a stupid conversation? You know, there's part of me that feels like stupid would be... Fun. How Miley Cyrus's preference remarks show underlying transphobia. Miley Cyrus is making waves with her new comments about her sexuality. In an interview, she not only says that she prefers women to men, but she explains why. Girls are way hotter, we know this, said the 28-year-old bisexual in an interview with a Sirius Radio. Um, How old did she say she is? She's 28. Okay. Uh, She dug in even deeper. Everyone knows that T's are prettier than B's. That's what ended up making female relationships make more sense to me. Tatas versus testicles. Yes. I wish I could say this news makes me excited and proud to be a woman as a lesbian, said this writer, but Cyrus's quote is littered with transphobia. <laughs> the kind of gender essentialism that was left behind by most of the queer community years ago. Genitals do not equal gender, and Miley should know this. Yeah, they kind of do. In an age where 
TERFs. That's the term for people who are say bad things about trans. Is that correct? Uh, trans, they're feminists who don't incorporate uh, trans people into those oh, groupings. Right. Trans exclusives, rights, feminists, something like that. That's what okay, happened to. You. That's what happened to the woman who writes the Harry Potter books. Yes, she's considered that. Ah, she's yes, a feminist, because... but she's not down with everything trans. Right, because she's pointing out that if anybody could be a woman, there's no such thing as a woman. Therefore, there can be no discrimination against women, and, and that no longer can be a conversation. Getting back to Miley Cyrus saying T's are more attractive than B's. In an age where TERFs are now more vo- vocal than they've ever been, comments like these reinforce some very dangerous ideas about bodies and gender. I'm so the dangerous conf- ideas people have believed for thousands of years. I'm so confused by all these conversations. Well, they they exist only in classrooms and among those who are so ideological that logic doesn't matter anymore. I mean, they can only exist on that weird, almost stoned plane of trying to out enlighten each other. Yeah, I can't even I can't even wrap my head around what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So within hours, of Miley taking is office, right. By the way, oh, about T's VBs. Well, speaking for myself, yeah. It's not a fair fight. It's like Conor McGregor versus that other dude. I mean, the conversation need not be held, really. I mean, it's clear. Uh, Within hours of taking office, President Joe Biden effectively ordered women's sports and athletic scholarships to go co-ed. On Wednesday, the president signed an executive order that, quote, builds on the U.S. Supreme Court's decision in Bostock versus Clayton County, which prohibits employers from discriminating on the basis of gender identity or transgender status. The order, which Biden put out day one, requires the federal government to apply the court's ruling to all federal anti-discrimination statutes, including Title IX, the 1972 law that outlaws sex discrimination in education, including athletics. So, you know, prior to Bostock in 2020, courts interpreted federal sex discrimination laws as prohibiting policies that favored one sex or over the other, not prohibiting all policies that distinguish between males and females. On the basis of their biological differences. I mean, because that just makes sense. Women and men are different in some ways, and the law should recognize that. Uh, But no more, thanks to uh, Bostock. It establishes a new test in which an employer can be held liable for discrimination any time that an employee's sex factors into a decision in any way. And the, the Biden order applies that now to colleges and sports. Um, and then this uh, International Women's Foundation or Legal uh, Foundation says, in an amicus brief, we warned the Supreme Court that a broad ruling in Bostock could have potentially disastrous repercussions for female athletes. For example, what is to stop a male student armed with a new order from claiming the right to try for a spot on a women's team and potentially an athletic scholarship? So you don't Absolutely even, nothing could stop it. So you don't even have to do the trans thing? You could just No. Be... No, there can be no law saying only women can play on women's teams because that merely includes biological sex in a law. Not that it's preferential or unfair or anything, but it can't even be there at all. And since schools cannot uh, separate athletes into men's and women's teams without considering the sex of the participants, Biden order applying Bostock to total Title IX raises questions as to whether schools will be able to offer single-sex teams at all. All of this, of course, undermines the very purpose of Title IX, they write, which was to expand educational opportunities for women. But if achieving complete gender neutrality means that some female athletes will lose out, I guess that's a price that President Biden is willing to pay. What was that uh, side-by-side, that comparison you were talking about earlier, the the fastest female sprinter in the world? 
uh, could be beat by 300 high school boys in the United States alone? Correct. Well, high school boys are 18 years old, and they, they look like Adonis. Are They're there mad. many high school boys that were that are going to pretend to be trans or will be trans that are good athletes that are going to go dominate female sports? No. But it doesn't take many. It's already happened once, so the idea that it will never happen is you know, out the window because it happened in Connecticut. You had those uh, three boys that are now girls who just dominated high school sports. Right. Yeah, I would say it's much more widespread than you think it is because it gets almost no media coverage. The mainstream media is extremely uncomfortable with this story because you, they have to go against their, uh, you know, their prejudices. But in a really big state like, you know, Texas, California, you'd only need one good athlete trans boy. I always get the words wrong. But but to 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 change sports in that state for their career, you'd only right. need one. Well, and if Connecticut had their girls' sports turned on their heads so badly at the very dawn of this. I mean, those those boys who competed as girls, um, I don't know what state their transition was or whatever. I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or dismissive of them and their lives, but um, that was at the very outset of the thing. Once it becomes more acceptable to do, I mean, uh, I'm tempted to say they were the, well, they were real uh, uh, pioneers, Jack, in the field of invading girls' sports. As it becomes more acceptable, you will see a destruction of girls' sports in high school and probably college. Huh. It'll be interesting to follow. Although. Um, and we will follow it here on the Armstrong and Getty Show an throughout. Uh, our phone, or our text line, by the way, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Godzilla is out there and he's hurting people and we don't know why. The Kong bows to no one. Well, got to tell you, I didn't learn a lot from that. <laughs> that was just a bunch of noise, although oh. I did hear one woman say, Kong bows to no one. That's the new yes, that was good stuff. King Kong versus Godzilla trailer. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a movie coming. How does it, how does it visually look, Sean? You know, uh, never mind his review of it. I just find it a mark of how politically divided we are these days, that giant Japanese lizards and, and then enormous apes are at each other's throats. It's more partisanship. Uh, I mean, just from the trailer alone, uh, I tweeted out a screenshot. I believe the moment when King Kong punches Godzilla in the face while standing on top of an aircraft carrier has got to be the greatest movement moment in cinema history. Um, this is everything I could ever possibly want from a movie. Uh, this is a beautiful thing. Now, it is it is taking... Uh, they're kind of doing with these kaiju, the, the the monster movies, what they did with the Avengers. These two, this is the, I guess, a trilogy. Uh, Kong Skull Island and Godzilla King of the Monsters are both kind of prequels to this movie. Oh. They've been meeting, uh, angling towards this confrontation right. now. The I, fight everybody was asking well, for. Well, is this something my kids could see, or is it a darker take on King Kong that includes, like, pedophilia and Islamofascism? Oh, no, this, geez. I believe they're all rated PG-13. Um, I, I He's fully, an ape. I don't think he has any religion. Beliefs. I fully believe um, that they they should be fine for for kids, but I also okay. have no gauge on what right. is kid appropriate or not. Uh, but they're PG thirteen. It seems much more in the genre of uh, action figures smashing into each other than any sort of serious social commentary. 
I realize I could secure this knowledge with a single click of my mouse, Sean, but um, I'm always curious how Godzilla or Gojira, I prefer the original Japanese. Gojira? Like mm-hmm. yes. I'm not saying um, that. Yes. Um, uh, how is he portrayed? Is he the classic, more or less, a Tyrannosaurus crossed with a crocodile? <laughs> or, uh, yeah, with the, with the Stegosaurus uh, backing. Uh, oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, yeah. They seem to have given uh, a little bit more arm reach than your typical kind of Tyrannosaurus-looking ah. uh, Godzilla. But yeah. he, he's got the, whatever his dragon breath move thing is. I think there's Does... a moment in the trailer that, that people are, are overlooking where King Kong has some sort of shield or axe. He's using tools. He has advanced oh. to the Stone Age. This is, this oh is important God. stuff. Does wow. Godzilla's size say, stay consistent? Because I remember as a child, sometimes he'd be as big as a building. Sometimes he'd be stomping on the buildings. Right. Well, they it have varied from scene to scene. <laughs> yes. So for the, the 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 tale of the tape that I'm looking at, which is basing it off of the uh, this most recent kind of monster verse, right? Their most recent recent films. Uh, you got Godzilla tipping the scales at 164 tons and 355 feet tall. Now, it's the tale of the tape in in Kong Skull Island, they have King Kong at 104 feet tall, but they mention he's not yet done growing oh okay. so we don't know how big he's going to be in this movie he's had years and you know who knows what sort of weight training maybe he's gone keto he could be just be really leaned out on this <laughs> did um, you say the crocosaurus rex is 300 feet tall uh 355 feet tall okay. uh 550 feet from the 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 top of his head to the tip of his tail hmm. well, well history shows again and again how nature points out the folly of men well will this show up on netflix or where uh this will be uh hbo max as well as a, okay. a theatrical release it's one of the first ones that's going to be released in parallel i, I don't have you HBO are max. unnaturally excited about this i don't Sean. believe you've ever canceled you your hbo subscription. that's down. true that's true i never canceled my hbo subscription um, because of this, because of the Sopranos. Um, I got. Joe, did you not hear the part where I said King Kong punches <laughs> Godzilla in the face while, while standing, standing on top on a, of an right, aircraft yes. carrier? Yes, I did catch that. But thank you. So I thank got you. three troubling stories about kids in school that are um going to anger you. I hope in a second. But first, let us relieve some of your stress with a word from the good folks at Car Shield, America's number one company protecting you from expensive car repairs. We're number they could, one. They could save you thousands for a covered repair uh, if you get Car Shield. And there are all sorts of plans depending on you and your needs and your car. Yeah, whether your car is 5,000 miles on it or 150,000 miles, you could sign up today. That's the way it works. It's month to month. They've got a protection plan for everybody. Take your car to your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work. They get the rest taken care of. Even if your car breaks down while you're traveling, you're in good shape. That's why CarShield has helped over one million drivers. They're America's number one auto protection company. Yep, 24-7 nationwide roadside assistance and much more from CarShield. And again, no long contract. You don't like it, you leave. Go to carshield.com. Slash, I'm sorry, use the code Armstrong to save 10%. Deductible may apply. Carshield.com. Code Armstrong is Especially if your car is about to go out of warranty, or maybe it is already. Carshield.com. Use the code Armstrong. Now, two of these stories I've mentioned before I lead up to the breaking news about the third biggest school district in America. Surge of student suicides has pushed Las Vegas schools to reopen. So it's not because of the COVID met this standard or that standard or anything like that. No, it's because so many kids are so miserable that they got to do something about it. And it's been known for months that they could open safely. They're discovering this around the world, you see. In France, growing alarm over students' well-being as pandemic pushes some to the brink. And then you get this story. Chicago teachers have just voted against returning. 
The union wants vaccinations first. The school district says it's considering this a strike. The school district is fighting with the teachers and the school union over this because the, the, the school district wants to open back up, but they can't get it to happen. The Chicago's teachers union received about 61% approval for the uh, total membership of 25,000 or 71% among the members who voted decided to, no, we're not going to go back in the classroom. The overwhelming majority have chosen safety. The union wrote its members Sunday after their vote. The district and union have been battling for months about resuming in-person classes during the pandemic, with teachers wanting to continue remote lessons. Um, and the school district saying, we feel confident that we can safely reopen schools next week as planned. This was before they had the vote and said, no, we're not going to go back to school as the teachers. So the school district is considering this a strike. Good. Um, so this is going to get difficult and political, and a whole bunch of lawyers are going to get involved. But that is well, absolutely I'm... amazing when you got private schools all over the country and, and lots of places where the public schools have done this. And they've opened up, and they've been more or less fine, and the teachers have gone back to work. Right. And right. But some school districts are getting away with, and they're only getting away with it because because there's not enough public pressure being put on them. I mean, more parents should be showing up to city council meetings and all kinds of different things and, and school board meetings and forcing this to happen. But this this argument with the, that, that quote makes me so angry. The overwhelming majority of you have chosen safety. Whatever. Yeah, you've chosen to sacrifice the children's souls, their intellects, their hearts for, you know, a tiny measure of safety that's even not, it's not necessary. Bellevue, Washington, King County, the school district has sued the Teachers Association. They tried to get a temporary injunction to force them into the classrooms, or a temporary restraining order, I should say, uh, but the judge turned them down. Uh, but they're wrangling in court now, trying to force the teachers to teach. I, you know, if we were a bigger, more powerful show... I'd probably wear a cape for one thing, but the other oh, thing I awesome. do. Oh yeah, yeah. I just don't have the nerve. Um, but the other thing I like do with a t-shirt is, and jeans. You can't wear a cape with t-shirt and jeans. No, probably something uh, pretty fancy. Yeah, maybe a ruffly shirt and a vest. <laughs> I look like a third-rate magician. Anyway, uh, if we could, uh, since I believe, you know, and this is a display of the disregard teachers' unions have for the kids and their needs. Um, it's just it's naked greed and 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 power grab grabbing. Uh, but it, with the schools up through the universities now becoming indoctrination factories into truly dangerous and sick ideologies, I'd love to lead a national campaign for people to uh, a property tax strike. People paying their property taxes late or not at all, and, and putting their kids in private schools. See an enormous boom of private schools across America that are not indoctrination factories uh, run by greedy teachers' unions. And teachers I love, I've said this a thousand times, teachers I love, teachers' unions are way out of whack. It'll be interesting to see what sort of power uh, the school district and uh, city of Chicago can bring against this now that they consider to strike, what their legal maneuvering is going to be. I've been yeah, saying they, this now for a year. I can't believe we've been talking about this for almost a year. It's unacceptable to not have kids in school. That right. shouldn't even be an option, really. Yeah. Yeah. All the private schools doing great, doing perfectly fine. I should be back in school. You're right, Greta. And what's what's crazy about this, it's just, it's I don't know, I should expect it at this point, but so many poor kids... 
All right, you want to play the race card? So many black and brown kids, kids of color, are suffering terribly because they don't have the resources, the technical resources, or whatever, tutors, they can't form a little neighborhood group. Um, they're really getting the short end of the stick. And yet, because, well, it's a teacher's union, let's see, let's, let's have a meeting of the mainstream corporate media. Now we really can't criticize them, probably shouldn't. Yeah, the little kids can suffer, but we'll go ahead and, and maintain our silence on this topic. Mostly. The, back to Bellevue, Washington, just real briefly. The court said that the the district was claiming the union not letting the teachers teach constituted a work stoppage. But the union said, well, they're willing to do online stuff. And so the judge said, no, it's not clearly a, a work stoppage. Hmm. But, you know, that's one court in liberal King County, Washington. Um, we have not heard the last of this question. I loved how in Milwaukee, the uh, parents and students held a strike. They didn't show up for the online classes. Uh, they marched. They yelled. They attended school board meetings demanding that the kids are back in the classroom. Yeah, we, uh, we, I know someone who was uh, going to school board meetings, filling the email inboxes and everything like that, so unhappy that her school was closed. And she was really frustrated she couldn't get more parents to, to go along with it. We're, you know, we're not, we're not a politically active society for the most part. No, no, except like the presidential race. It's the only thing anybody knows about. But they quote a bunch of folks, uh, parents and kids, and uh, and this high school senior says it's been pretty miserable, etc. We've been out of school for 10 to 11 months now. We'd like to go back. We think it's time. We think it's safe enough. We've been told multiple times it's safe enough. Schools around us are back. We're just wondering when South Milwaukee is going to. Well, South Milwaukee is going to. In fact, they might even be open as of today uh, because they're not under the dominion of strong teachers' unions. Well, my kid is in school in a classroom just a few miles from the school that he was at that hasn't been open for a year. Just a few miles away. Mm-hmm. So nothing's different. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason that they're making some progress in South Milwaukee is that because back in 2011, Scott Walker, who I backed for president until he turned out to be kind of a mediocre candidate, uh, he enacted Act 10, which prevented government employee unions, including teachers unions, from collective bargaining. And that uh, law stands today. Can you imagine those of you, especially in blue states, can you imagine if you had that law? How different your state's finances would be, and, and your you know your your county finances and the rest of it. And well, for one thing, your kids would be in school learning. Uh, so we know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. It's the Chiefs and Tom Brady playing each other, and another. Tom Brady has fifty-two teammates. Does, Jack. Doesn't matter. The they Tampa can, Bay Buccaneers. They can show up or not show up. It's Tom Brady versus the Chiefs, <laughs> and another giant advertiser has pulled out of the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, so I don't know I don't know what's going on with ratings or because it's corona or the bloom is off the rose or what's there, but oh, that, it's a great matchup. That among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show. Running back, 
Eight seconds, seven seconds. Brady to throw. Throws a deep pass downfield. Got Scotty Miller in the open. Makes the catch. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Scotty Scooter Beller. And Brady puts it right on the spot. Bucks score with no time left. Or very little in the first half. There you go. I like that guy's cadence. <laughs> who, who was that guy? He's old school. Tom Brady is in the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. I would have watched the game if I thought that was a possibility. I didn't think that was a possibility. And Gronk came out of retirement? Come on. Very exciting stuff. Anyway. It's like one of those movies where an ancient Robert De Niro and an ancient, you know, Sam Jackson and an ancient Sly Stallone go off on an ancient adventure to Las Vegas or something like Joe that. Joe thinks Tom Brady's going to be killed in the Super Bowl by There's the Kansas City Chiefs defense. He's an elderly man. <laughs> and the Chiefs defense is ferocious. Um, uh, but, so we mentioned last week, Coca-Cola and Pepsi both not buying ads in the Super Bowl this year. And they made all kinds of uh, noises about why, but there's some, there's some speculation that... Fanta, this is your chance. <laughs> Step up. <laughs> the field is clear in front of you. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> My son loves the orange Fanta. I, I didn't even know it still existed. I was worried nobody would get that Th- reference. That's his favorite. Oh, yeah. The I, orange I, Fanta. I loved orange Fanta as a kid. Fanta. <laughs> Here's your chance. <laughs> Uh, it's also your chance, Natty Light, because Budweiser is pulling out of the Super Bowl. They're Ooh, not going to advertise. What? Heavyweights. So you take out Bud, Bud Light, all Coke and Pepsi products, that's got to be 90% of the winning ads of the last decades. Well, it's plenty, no doubt. That's absolutely amazing. We're and taking our Clydesdales. We're going home. So Budweiser announced we're not going to advertise. We're going to donate the money to COVID relief efforts or something. I guess they mm. feel like there's, there's going to be some sort of blowback for doing this. How about uh, you donate just a, a, a Clydesdale load of beer to America? Because we could use a little mood lifter. We get more bang for our buck with the tax write-off from a charitable donation than advertising on the Super Bowl is how I'm reading that. Yeah, well, yeah, well the mm. Wall Street Journal view of this is just they kept upping the price on these ads for years and and while the ratings were going the other direction and people's interest in the ads is going the other direction and it finally reached a point where businesses decided it's not worth that ah, to us. Well, it's that the free market at work. Yeah, that yeah. advertisement is not worth it at that price. And man, when Coke, Pepsi, and Bud and Bud Light are out, that's a big deal. Wonder if Coors will say anything. You're left with my pillow ads. Lots of my pillow ads. <laughs> I'm Mike Lindell. <laughs> So we're not going to have some little donkey dreaming of being a Clydesdale with a tear in my eye? Dang it. Yeah. That was a weird period of life. Horse kicking a field goal? It's unlikely. I mean, really <laughs> unlikely. Show me the rules where it says that can't happen. <laughs> There's been no anti-horse rule in better, the NFL. Been a better call than what the Packers did yesterday. Bringing uh, <laughs> a horse out there had been smarter than what they did. Um. Yeah, if you could, like, hand the ball to your running back and he could get on a horse, oh. I mean, that would change the game fundamentally. It really would. Or your receivers could ride a horse downfield. I mean, you'd have to have at doing... least one player with a lasso. <laughs> the, the, court, the cornerback steps up. He's going to give him a bump as he starts it. Oh, he's been trampled. <laughs> um, can I shift gears? I need to shift gears here to something completely different. We could use transition music. Do we have transition like. music? Of course we do. That is a palate cleanser. I don't remember the mood I had before, but now I can. Please make it stop. Now I can transition to this mood. Yes. 
So uh, we do a lot of protesting in the United States, often over things that really aren't a very big deal, and you're not really risking anything, and it just makes you feel good about yourself. In Russia, they are for real protesting, is that they are on the under the thumb of a dictator that is uh, ruining their country. They have no job opportunity or social mobility, while he just gets richer and richer and richer. And, and this, his buddies, too, too. There's a whole class of them. And this guy, Navalny's been trying to point that out for years, and Putin has tried to kill him on, on, on numerous occasions, and now Navalny is now in jail. There were demonstrations all over the country yesterday, thousands and thousands and thousands of people really risking their uh, their lives, if not their opportunity to have a very good life in these demonstrations. Um, thousands arrested yesterday. Well, Navalny put out this statement from jail, which I thought was really good. He said, do not believe it if he accidentally dies in jail. Just in case, I'm announcing that I don't plan to either hang myself on a window grill or cut my veins or throat open with a sharpened spoon, and I use the stairs very carefully. He put out nice. that statement yesterday. That's so, some really good sarcasm from an incredibly brave man. Yeah, and you know what? That helps. Because if he ends up hanging himself, killing himself, slitting himself open, or falling down the stairs, he's already called that. Wow. That is something, isn't it? I use the stairs very carefully. So any, oh, he fell down the stairs and hit his head. What a shame. He probably should have said, and I always stand well back from windows (laughs) in Putin's Russia. I never listen to the radio while I'm in the tub. There's all kinds (laughs) of things I don't do. Yeah. Yeah, he went for brevity, but it's best to be uh, to be thorough. Oh, old uh, old man Biden did the Russians a favor and the Chinese too, canceling the Keystone XL pipeline. Canada's pissed. Hmm. You don't want an angry Canada. Well, America's hat doesn't matter much, but uh, the point is, he is uh, giving a huge gift to the Chinese at the expense of the Canuckers, who are uh, good pals. We got some latest on the whole coronavirus thing. Some good news, some bad news. It's a mixed bag. Stick around for that. Armstrong and Getty.